All right. So today we have with us Mr. Sahil Saini. So Mr. Sahil, for those who don't know you, can you please introduce yourself? Hey, hi, Omkar. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me for this podcast. Uh, so uh, just to introduce myself, uh, I am a product leader with around nine years of product management experience, and I'm currently working as a senior uh, a global product manager at Olex Group. Uh, within the Olex group, I am uh, currently leading the product for online checkout uh, transactions and the post-transaction experience for buyers of pre-owned cars uh, for 10 plus markets globally. Uh, before this stint of mine, uh, I was working with Recharge, again, in a senior product manager role, uh, wherein I was the one uh, you know, who built the free charge uh, uh, pay later product, which is a typical buy now pay later product from scratch. And I also uh, uh, managed the lending platform from scratch. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm uh, super excited to be here. This is my first podcast. So, really excited. Thank you. Yeah, likewise. And thank you for joining. I really appreciate that. So, uh, I was conversing with my friend the other day and uh, she asked me, okay, so what is a what is product management and what does a PM basically do? And mm-hmm. even after explaining to her and telling her, okay, a problem solver is basic, like a pro- product manager is basically a problem solver at scale, whose job is to ensure that the uh, mm-hmm. user's experience is better than it previously was. And she was still like, uh, okay, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, not getting what you're saying. So what mm-hmm. would you say and how would you explain, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the work of a product manager and what product management is to a layperson? Mm-hmm. Sure. So Omkar, definitely even I get a lot of queries about uh, people who are uh, new to product management and people even who are not, uh, uh, you know, aware of uh, how tech products are built, right? Uh, they uh, do ask me this question about product management. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, I give them a lot of responses. But I think uh, the best way in which I can uh, summarize uh, who a product manager is, is as follows. So definitely a product manager is someone who uh, is a problem solver, solver. Uh, but most importantly, he is the one uh, who, who solves the problem at a scale, right? Uh, so the scalability aspect of solving the problem at scale for masses is critical here. Uh, the product manager is a person, uh, you know, who sits at the intersection of business technology as well as uh, user experience, right? He's the one who has to be a customer advocate, but at the same time has to also keep in the interest of the business, right? So, I mean, uh, these are specific uh, focus area for a product manager, right? And I'll sum it, sum it up by one thing. So see, any startup can work without a product manager, but most of the startups cannot scale without a product manager. So wherein product managers fit in is that they actually help a lot in prioritization. They actually help a lot in, you know, figuring that what, uh, should not be the focus for us and what we should not be building and and uh, similarly what is uh, exactly uh, uh, the experience of the product we should be building right so 
I mean, ruthless prioritization, this uh, focus on prioritization, uh, you know, is something which defines a product manager. Uh, because, you know, uh, let's say if it was an ideal world, right, wherein we have an infinite number of resources and time, then, uh, you know, probably the engineer would have built everything, right? I mean, you would not need a product manager, uh, right? And similarly, the case of a very early stage startup, what happens is that the founder is a product manager, right? Okay, but once things complicate, right, when there are like multiple priorities, uh, then uh, definitely you need this person called a product manager who can prioritize things for you, who can, uh, you know, manage multiple stakeholders, uh, multiple facets of product development, uh, right, from a customer experience to business to technology, understand all of it and show you a direction of moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds quite arduous, if you honestly ask me, like ruthless prioritization is definitely not, you know, an uh, easy task, I would say. And many people label product managers as mini CEOs. So what is your take on that? Hmm. So see, I definitely uh, don't relate to this uh, terminology of mini CEOs. I think that is one of the most abused attribute of a product manager. Uh, it has been there in our uh, uh, you know, industry, uh, I, I think mostly from the point of view of glamorizing the product role. I always believe that, uh, you know, good products are built and scaled and, uh, you know, they achieve growth uh, uh, by and with the help of a product team and not a product manager alone, right? It's the product team which matters, right? So it's very important for a product manager uh, to be a team player. And uh, uh, I mean, trust me, uh, you know, there's a lot of work, right? And, uh, and, and I think just want to add here that uh, also I have seen this expectation from new PMs, especially APMs and early PMs, right? Whenever they are joining an organization, they actually uh, tend to expect that they would be leading strategies, right? They would be defining and discovery and defining that what needs to be done, right? But generally that doesn't uh, happen, right? So generally whenever you are uh, joining any new, especially a large organization as an APM or, a, or as a junior PM, right? Your focus would more, uh, uh, your focus would be more on getting things done on product execution, right? And as you move up the ladder of product management, uh, you slowly start contributing towards product discovery, strategy, and product vision, right? As a CPO, right? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, like the next question which I have is continuing on the same thread. What does a typical workday for a product manager look like? Hmm. No, sure. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I would uh, say a lot of meetings, a lot of uh, uh, meetings throughout the week. It's always an uh, overbooked calendar uh, filled with overlapping meetings, right? Uh, <laughs> but having said that, uh, definitely, I think uh, the rule of prioritization applies to our work life as well. Uh, you always, as a product manager, need to find time for doing the deep work right think about the strategy aspect as well uh, so how i deal with this is that i tend to you know push certain meetings which are non-critical in nature 
to let's say the next day or next week and try to find out a bal keep a balance between meetings and you know uh, uh, getting to work on uh, important things on my own now uh, the typical day of a product manager again uh, it varies uh, uh, from uh, let's say uh, uh, you know when you have joined an organization to the time when you know you are managing one product to multiple products but let's say uh, for uh, any seasoned product manager who has spent decent amount of time in an organization what's going to happen is that uh, parallelly he would be working on multiple products some of his products would be in development stage some of of this product would have been launched some of his products would be in discovery stage right so accordingly uh, you know you have to spend your time right so generally what happens is uh, let's say if your day starts uh, at 10 am in the morning and uh, get extended uh, uh, last till 7 pm in the morning 7 pm in the evening so <clears throat> generally at 10 in the morning uh, you know uh, 10 to uh, 11 is a time wherein you actually uh, check all the emails plan for the day prioritize all the meetings right i mean this is very important wherein you kind of also focus on emptying a few slots on your calendar so that you can do uh, the important uh, uh, you know strategic uh, work as well uh, right so from uh, and and i think that is also a slot 10 to 11 in the morning is also slotted with me wherein i try and tend to uh, uh, you know learn about new things read tech news uh, uh, you know, respond to mails and all. From 11 uh, a.m. onwards is time for me to attend the uh, daily stand-ups which we have with our engineering uh, uh, and the squad, uh, the whole uh, squad of ours, right? Uh, post that, uh, there are multiple catch-ups being planned uh, uh, with the multiple, you know, product managers or different stakeholders across engineering, design, uh, research, analytics, business right and uh, in the uh, uh, from uh, around 12 to 1 is the time when i uh, you know dedicate the slot for if i have to work on any kind of a concept note or uh, a wireframe or uh, write a prd or you know uh, basically have to uh, uh, you know work on uh, uh, some tickets or writing some jira so that is the time uh, which is blocked right uh, then uh, one to two is generally uh, the lunch time and post lunch usually there are a couple of meetings which you need to attend right and uh, from three at three I also uh, make it a point daily from to block a 30 minute slot to do the data crunching to see how the products are performing right what is the funnel looking like right and uh, I mean, uh, that is how, uh, you know, till evenings, uh, there are meetings and that is how the day goes, right? Now, important thing here is that apart from uh, uh, the daily, uh, I would say, plan of a day, you have to make sure that uh, you uh, regularly meet and catch up with different stakeholders of yours on either a weekly or a bi-weekly basis right so i mean that uh, is something which is important right and uh, let's say uh, you also have to make sure that throughout the week you block some time to talk to your customers read customer reviews you know get in 
touch with the customer support team, try to identify what are the biggest issues uh, which uh, are affecting customers, right? Uh, then uh, uh, you know, working, working, uh, you know, you, you always uh, throughout the week have to find time to work uh, with designers, resolve their queries, run design sprints, do the discovery together with uh, research, design, and engineering. If uh, let's say if you are running an any a discovery uh, project uh, for a new product or for a new market, right? Uh, yeah. So I mean, that is how you know, usual week goes, right? So I would, I would like to focus on a whole, uh, you know, uh, managing a whole week per se, and not much focus on uh, planning for, uh, and be specific about and fussy about a day, right? Because there is only limited things which you can do and achieve in a day. It always makes sense uh, to have, uh, uh, you know, uh, a definite goal of achieving things throughout the week and as i said that uh, you need to uh, make out time for uh, uh, all the different activities right yeah yeah and specifically when you're saying the part like you know meetings 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 and prioritization so yeah. specifically with regards to the current circumstances rather the post-pandemic circumstances it's all been yeah. meetings meetings because Earlier, I mean, you could just swing by HR, you could just swing by, you know, someone's office and talk to them for two to three minutes and, you know, just yeah. get it all sorted out. But uh, specifically, yeah. post-code, it's all been meetings, meetings, you have to schedule a meeting for this, schedule a meeting for that, so on and so forth. So yeah. uh, how would you say the, uh, you know, the role of a product manager has, you know, changed per se, you know, post-COVID? Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I think uh, uh, there are two sides to it. Uh, role of a product manager in the company, let's say an India-based company, wherein you are sitting in a single office and everybody is approachable. Vis-a-vis role of a product manager in a global MNC, wherein uh, you know somehow some of these attributes of uh, uh, let's say a, you know remote working are already there, right? I mean, in a global MNC, what happens is that there was always a struggle to find time to meet people, right? Because the time zones are separate. Some of the teams are spread uh, geographically, right? It can happen that some of your teammates are in uh, uh, US, some of them are in Europe, right? So that struggle uh, is always there, right? Uh, so I think uh, definitely, uh, 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 you know, remote working has its own pros and cons. Uh, on the pro side, yeah, definitely trying to, uh, you know, uh, spend a lot of time at home and family and you can plan uh, your day accordingly, right? And uh, most importantly, uh, I would say a lot of, I think, product from a productivity perspective. And again, this is a debatable thing, but I think for me, uh, remote working has uh, definitely increased my productivity. Uh, but again, it's also a challenge uh, because earlier, what let's say if uh, uh, most of your folks are working on the same floor, let's say if the engineers, designers, QAs, researchers are all sitting together. And if there is any, you know, uh, let's say you attended a standup in the morning and if there is a pressing issue or a blocker on any other team member, uh, you know, as a product manager, you, you, you know, it was much early, much easy earlier to get those things resolved because you can just walk up to the desk of the person and uh, figure it out and uh, then uh, you know move ahead 
and get things done. Uh, but now again, uh, because of remote working, definitely, you know, it always is always a challenge uh, that let's say, you know, uh, if it is only a small issue, uh, you know, you, and you have to approach a person, but you, but uh, the reality is that uh, his whole calendar is choked. Then how do you, you know, uh, go about taking that input? I mean, yes, there are tools like Slack and communication tools uh, wherein you can ping, but uh, I mean, uh, you know, there is uh, the in-person interaction is always uh, uh, has is more efficient, I would say. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know. Having said that, a role of a global product manager, somebody who's working in an uh, MNC wherein there are teams already spread out, I think uh, for them, it was always a challenge earlier as well of how to streamline things. And uh, definitely with remote working, uh, it has affected, but not to that extent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh... I do understand, like, definitely, like, each side has its pros and cons and that, you know, although it's preferable to uh, have this thing, what do you say, in-person interactions rather than the remote, you know, uh, yep. conditions. But I guess one could say that there has been a digitalization of, uh, of the whole product domain in general, considering mm. the changing circumstances. So now, mm. uh, the many of our guests here, sorry, many of the uh, audience members here, they would like to be product managers. So what mm -hmm. characteristics or traits, in your opinion, does someone need to have to become a PM? Sure. Yes, I think it's that's an interesting question. And yesterday only I gave a talk on essential skills all product managers must master. Uh, great, uh, uh, you know, initiative uh, 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 done by Institute of Product Leadership. And I also got a lot of queries, right? Uh, so, I mean, uh, uh, if I have to uh, shortlist the most important skills or characteristics, I would say uh, somebody uh, who's a problem solver, definitely that is the most important thing. You need not know about technology, about coding uh, to that extent uh, to which you need, you know, uh, you need to be a, a problem solver. So problem solving is the most important uh, you know, uh, characteristic. A uh, second characteristic, again, is lim uh, linked to it is, uh, would be structured thinking, right? Because as product managers, we have, you know, generally uh, are expected to solve a very large and unstructured problem, right? So structured thinking is very important, right? Uh, uh, apart from that, uh, uh, I think if as a person you are inherently curious, right, you are always eager about learning new things, you know, then, uh, you know, you would become a good uh, PM and you would do a good job at PM, right? Because, see, there is a lot of different, uh, I would say, uh, uh, you know, areas uh, 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 which a product manager handle, right? I mean, there are a lot of context switching, right? I mean, in the single day, you would be speaking to tech folks, engineering folks, design folks, sales, BD, you know, customer support. And again, not only for a single project, but for three or four different projects, right? So this ability to, you know, switch context and uh, 
uh, is quite important and uh, you know definitely communicate uh, the same across uh, the teams is also quite important right uh, apart from that uh, definitely analytical mindset data informed decision making are super important uh, for a pm right i mean uh, uh, what is the approach uh, you are following while making decisions right i mean as we as I, as you know as i said and even you pointed out about uh, prioritization uh, right about uh, ruthless prioritization right i mean there has to be a structured thought behind it right and you always as a product manager needs to bring in data into the picture uh, whether it's a decision you need to take or a feature uh, if you have to prioritize between features as well right now uh, you know apart from these hard skills i would definitely want to spend some time on the soft skills which i need is which i feel uh, somehow uh, takes a back seat especially with a candidate who is uh, you know preparing for an apm and pm kind of a role but i think soft skills are the most important if you have to uh, move up the ladder and as you move up from spm to other uh, you know above roles like director group product manager or vp cpo these kind of roles there in soft skills are the most important thing right so i think within soft skills stakeholder management definitely most important one right how do you manage your stakeholders right uh, that is super important for you right i mean there can be multiple tips uh, for that i mean uh, Firstly, it's important for you to identify your stakeholders, have a, a dedicated, I would say, one-on-ones on a bi-weekly basis with them, keep them informed, right? That is important. A few other soft skills, I would say, is leadership and sense of ownership, right? See, every product manager has to be a leader. You can't say, this is not my job, right? You have to have that sense of responsibility, right? Uh, uh, you know, uh, that is super important. Now, even if you are an APM and you are not directly managing people, still you are a leader and you have to motivate, uh, uh, keep on motivating other team members, right? See, what happens is that uh, in organization, there will always be a crunch on resources, right? So how do you make sure that your projects get those resources and you are able to deliver the impact, right? So it's always important to be the salesperson person of your project and therein comes the next soft skill of storytelling and storytelling is super important right i mean just imagine that uh, if a developer has if there are you know teammates and developers who are working on four have to work on three four different projects right i mean you have to make them motivated enough to work on your projects on priority right so storytelling is very important right from uh you know uh, working with uh, your colleagues to even getting a management buy-in on your project, right? Which uh, is, uh, let's say, may involve a lot in a lot of resources or even funding, right? The storytelling is uh, quite important. Yeah. So I think uh, these would be the few characteristics, yeah, which are crucial. I mean, I can go on. There can be. I mean. Uh, writing is also very important for product managers and especially companies like Amazon, if you analyze, they have a very good writing culture. And I think writing basically helps you to oh, structure your thoughts well. So that is also important. Yeah. 
yeah actually sail i'm really you know i was really happy when you brought brought up the fact that people tend to focus more on the hard skills and technical skills rather than you know focusing on the soft skills like stakeholder yeah. management and you know being empathetic is not something which you know uh, is is that easy to cultivate like you can always learn how to work you know on jira how to how to work on you know any other software or any other any other app in general but yeah soft skills are also a very important part of being a pm so thank you for elaborating on that yeah so uh now since you mentioned structured thinking and constraint thinking uh how important would you say is incorporating both of those things while making a roadmap hmm okay so see uh firstly you have to uh uh keep in mind that generally you know roadmaps don't work right especially in startups wherein uh, strategy keeps on pivoting and uh, you know uh, you figure something at the start of the year then two quarters down the line your hypothesis is not valid and you want to pivot to something else so i mean you have to take roadmaps with a pinch of salt uh, definitely they are important in uh, for you to plan to show your uh, uh, vision to the management to have a you know a vision of or uh, or, or i would say plan for the quarters various quarters right <clears throat> but i think uh, uh, you know uh, uh, focusing the roadmaps uh, if you have to focus on roadmaps just think it from outcomes perspective and not from uh, just delivering features right you need to tie up your roadmaps through your okrs right and uh, that is super important right i mean uh, uh, just uh, if you are just uh, you know pre- preparing a roadmap and this this your roadmap is filled with let's say you know five items every quarter and they are like uh, all five of that them involve shipping products but uh, if uh, most of them doesn't ha- is, is are not having a tangible impact on your business outcomes like revenue or growth or acquisition or monetization I mean, your goal can be any right then i think uh, you're wasting a lot of time of yours right so i think being agile in uh, even uh, uh, you know uh, i would say uh, 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 you know changing or uh, uh, pivoting on your roadmaps uh, is also very important for a product manager i mean definitely for the q1 or for the next two quarters uh, roadmaps uh, give you a good picture of things to come but uh, uh, you know post that uh, it becomes quite tough right especially uh, in startups wherein priorities change right let's say in the start of the year you with with all your structured thinking and processes right Uh, you plan for a roadmap, but uh, you discovered something, right? So that is why it is very important for a product manager to ship things quickly, to test things, validate his hypothesis, ideas, right? Uh, work on a lean based, MVP based approach, and uh, move forward, right? And specifically on your question of uh, you know how do you begin structured thinking in roadmaps? I mean. Uh, see uh, if you have to uh, you know prepare a roadmap uh, uh, so not only think of uh, only one market uh, you have to think of multiple markets multiple platforms multiple personas and accordingly plan for it right yeah 
yeah and uh, like like you said like you have to uh, you know specifically incorporate structure thinking and prioritization and then make a roadmap so mm-hmm. uh, you know i'm a pm intern and while making roadmaps i make sure i cover all bases you know which include questions like what is the product vision what value does this product offer how will this mm-hmm. product improve things for the customers and who will use our product so what other questions would you say you know one should incorporate while making a roadmap Hmm. Sure. So I think uh, uh, the most important is outcome, which I already shared in my uh, earlier answer. Uh, so I mean, you need to have a tangible outcome, right? And that has to be a business outcome, right? Your roadmaps should tie to your OKRs, right? So. i mean this definitely if you are adding in any item in your roadmap try to think that what would be the uh, what is the need for it and uh, you know what is the uh, value add uh, of this right in terms of uh, of your business outcome now this outcome can be acquisition or growth or monetization so that becomes very important uh, right now apart from that let's say uh, you know uh, uh, there are any uh, 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 you know critical things especially and this is especially uh, for regulated uh, industries like fintech right some you know rbi announced some certain uh, regulation and you have to take that on priority right if it is a compliance task you have to take that on priority right so don't just assume that uh, you know you would be only focusing on those items in your roadmap uh, uh, which are there for the user let's say which enhance the user experience part but you also have to you know think and plan things on your roadmap with respect to these uh, deviations or these key regulatory requirements right if let's say if rbi deadline is there then you also have to uh, accordingly modify your roadmaps right to incorporate the work which you need to do for let's say tokenization or uh, you know uh, uh, some other aspect so that is also that also becomes important and uh, you know whenever you are preparing your roadmaps please uh, always discuss with your engineering counterparts uh because as product managers we don't uh, emphasize much on the tech debt right there will be a lot of tech debt involved right a lot of uh, re-architecture which needs to be done right so all those items uh, would also be needing and utilizing a lot of the bandwidth of your tech teams right so i mean you also have to plan for those yeah yeah and uh, like you said you have to you know incorporate few other things and uh, mm-hmm. you know stay in touch with your tech team i mean i uh, also believe like you know each stakeholder they have their own set of motivations and interests so you know their definitions of success may not be the same as other stakeholders so how do you think a pm should assess you know which stakeholders and their preferred metrics truly matter the most sorry i mean the, uh, can you repeat your question yeah so like you know uh, each stakeholder they uh, like that person mm-hmm. has their own set of motivations and interests so like their definition of success may not be the same as the other stakeholders so how do you think a pm should assess which stakeholders mm-hmm. and you know their preferred metrics truly matter the most so uh, so so see uh, 
uh, definitely as a product manager if uh, you feel that uh, the priorities for your engineering counterpart is different and sometimes it can be different because uh, uh, for engineering uh, sometimes you know it happens that uh, uh, you know they 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 tend to focus more on the output part right than the outcome part right and they always want to do the best in the work on the most complex projects, right? So, I mean, it's very important for you to align with your engineering manager with through discussion and debate, right? Uh, that uh, what should uh, be your priorities for this coming quarter or coming two quarters should be, right? So, it's always, uh, I would say, a, a, a culture of healthy discussion and debate and uh, you know, uh, uh, keeping the company as well as the customer interest first is is the approach to follow here, right? And uh, 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 you know, uh, just to add here uh, that uh, you know, if I mean, you you asked upon the upon the metrics. So see the from the metrics, if it's uh, if it is from the. Uh, uh, the question of how to identify my uh, most important stakeholders. I mean, uh, uh, well, you know, uh, in in an, any uh, product organization, it's always uh, a dedicated team members, especially in large product organization, dedicated pod team members, wherein there will be dedicated representatives from engineering, uh, design, uh, research, analytics who would be dedicatedly working with you. Right. So you know who are your most important stakeholders are. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, thank you for answering that question because as you know, as a rookie PM at times, I do find it, you know, uh, hmm. a bit challenging to decide, you know, which stakeholder and what, like depending on the definition of success and, you know, and what metric hmm. is, you know, the most important, like, Making that decision as a rookie PM is something which I find quite challenging. So your answer definitely, you know, will yeah, yeah. help me and resonate with certain to, things. Uh, yeah. Just to add to that, uh, see, even as a aspiring PMs, uh, sometimes you know we uh, we have a lot of expectations that you know things uh, seem simple to us that uh, you know. For example, let's say, uh, you know, we can assume that these things can be done uh, uh, in a month's time, right? But the reality is that, uh, especially if you are shipping software, uh, there are always delays, right? I mean, so you need to incorporate that buffer time also in your, uh, uh, you know, roadmap while you're planning, right? And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, having that uh, clarity with your engineering manager is super important. Yeah, actually, like, you know, uh, people tend to, uh, people think, he, uh, you know, things like clarity, things like team management, things like, you know, uh, like you mentioned, leadership and stakeholder management, they tend to take things like those lightly, specifically, you know, aspiring PMs. And like, uh, it is not as easy as, as it seems, because just the other day I was talking to a friend of mine, she's a PM at Amazon. And it asked her, like, what is the most important trait you think a person should have as a PM? someone who's trying to break into a PM. So she said, like always, people tend to focus more towards a technical side and not focus on important things like stakeholder management. Right. So like initially I was like, before I broke into PM, I was like, how can that be so difficult? That's definitely not as, you know, challenging as it is learning 
python or java or you know uh, c or learning jira and then boy was i wrong <laughs> i mean i understood that the hard way like it is not as simple as it, as a person thinks it is yeah yeah that's true that is definitely i mean uh, learn, uh, you know as i said that uh, uh, your soft skills stakeholder management communication storytelling i mean they are super critical and as you uh, move up the ladder right uh, that is something uh, which uh, will uh, uh, you know uh, utilize your 80% of time right and uh, i mean uh, uh, as a cpo as a director product you will be managing a lot of stakeholders you will be focusing more on uh, building the right uh, uh, you know product practices processes setting up the vision right so definitely that's true i mean uh, uh, you know as you move up the ladder your uh, uh, the skill sets required for success definitely a changes from hard skills and uh, you know pivot more towards the soft skills right and uh, i think that is why it is very important for a product manager to have varied experiences in his career right uh, i mean uh, you if you have worked in a in a startup uh, environment i'll also advise you to go and work in a large mnc in an indian indian company product company uh, explore different cultures spend some time in a b2c uh, you know product company spend some time in a saas company in a gaming in a fintech company right so you need to have that uh, uh, i would say uh you know different uh, flavors of multiple experiences in your uh, uh, uh career portfolio yeah that is also important yeah like uh, uh just the other day i was talking to uh, you know one mm. of the senior pms and uh, he <coughs> said that uh, like you saying that uh, as a rookie pm you should idly like like you know he said the same thing he said like aim for getting lot of things under your belt because you may realize after you reach a certain level that okay perhaps to gain more experience and you know to uh, gain more insight as to how i could have operated in this position maybe i should have uh, you know uh, worked at a more product centric organization like say ola or uber rather than yeah. you know that then that way i could have acted a different in a different manner and handle the situation in a different manner than the way i am right now yeah 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 so, i mean yeah that's, that's that's quite true i mean uh, you know and uh, within within the same i would say consumer internet you know if you are working in a fintech with or with you are working in any other uh, let's say company or e-commerce i mean uh, you know uh, you will feel the difference right i mean fintech is always uh, you know you need to be always on the toes right because ultimately uh, And, and you know, uh, especially in fintech, uh, uh, we <clears throat> lay in more emphasis on uh, not leading or not leaving any errors, right? Because it's a matter of money, right? So it's very important uh, uh, aspect, right? I mean, in the fintech, uh, you will be focusing more on you know, how can you prevent frauds, uh, right? Uh, how can you uh, uh, Yeah, you know, pro- provide a seamless payment experience. How can you work on your collections part? I mean, every every uh, 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 I would say industry 
uh, would help you and grow you uh, as a leader in product management? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, moving on uh, towards design thinking, creativity, how important do you think design thinking is for a PM? Oh, definitely. I think it's one of the uh, most important skill set uh, for a product manager to uh, have. And uh, uh, I think design thinking, uh, uh, you, you know, the, the way I approach design thinking is that it's a team activity, right? And uh, a product manager uh, uh, has to work together as a team with user research involving, uh, you know, definitely designers are there, but also involving engineers into the discovery aspect, right? So this whole approach of design thinking, right? Of basically running a five-day design sprint and then you know quickly coming a brainstorming an idea, uh, wide framing it, preparing a low fidelity mock-up and then prototype and then testing it out. I mean, that is that is super super efficient and cheap way of testing a uh, multiple ideas, right? And that too so fast. I mean, uh, design thinking uh, is 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 a great skill to have. I mean, you can gather uh, so much feedback, so much learning very early on without investing so much into your product. So I think uh, design thinking uh, uh, definitely is important. Yeah. Yeah, I do agree. Like, you know, uh, actually like design thinking does play an important role. And uh, although like, you know, uh, initially when I broke into product, I also had this, like I, you know, uh, this, I don't know the different exact difference between a product manager and a project manager, but then mm -hmm. I would say a product manager does need to have the qualities a project manager has because mm -hmm. although a project manager, like say, for example, if uh, I'm the CEO of a company and I need to, I, I, I want someone to build a building within a certain number of time. So for that, I would, ha I would want, you know, a project manager to take over because during the construction of the building, uh, you know, you don't want the, uh, you know, that person who's in charge to take customer feedback and, you know, user feedback and incorporate that. You just want it to be done as soon as possible. But as opposed to a product manager, a product manager, first of all, like you said, ruthless prioritization, which is something which falls under the bracket of uh, project management and also like, you know, design thinking and the different frameworks. Hmm. Uh, I believe like they are also followed by product managers, which like those frameworks initially originated from project management. So like, what is your take on that? Do you think a PM needs to have the skills of a project manager as well? Oh yeah, definitely. So see, uh, uh, my take here is that, uh, you know, I get to ask this question a lot, right? What is the difference between uh, uh, product manager, product strategy manager, project manager, program manager, product technology uh, uh, tech product manager, right? Scrum master. So see, uh, again, it depends upon organization to organization in small companies, small startups, there'll be one man person who will be doing everything. Then in, you know, big organization, let's say Amazon, there are uh, different profiles. There is a product manager, then there is a, a tech PM, uh, technology product manager. There's also a pro technology program manager. There are engineering managers, scrum masters, you know, uh, doing different different areas right uh, but in totality let's say how i sum it up is that let's say uh, if as a product manager there are 10 areas uh, or 10 aspects of 
your work in your canvas two or three of them would overlap with the project manager right so that project management planning uh, uh, prioritization uh, you know running uh, agile uh, always uh, trying to mitigate risk uh, having delivery as your priority executioning things uh, you know managing program definitely these are key skills which are required uh, for a product manager as well right and i think just to add here two points uh so you spoke about that uh, prioritization is a key skill for a project manager but i would say that you know prioritization is something which a product manager needs to do not only from a delivery aspect but also from discovery aspect right i mean as a product manager you need to prioritize everything and it can be the goals you can you, i mean there can be like multiple goals uh uh right with your organization and <clears throat> let's say from the business goals you derive your product goals right but as a product manager you need to prioritize which particular goal you need to work at a time right similarly out of for that goal uh, let's say if there are multiple opportunities and multiple problem areas wherein you need to work right for that aspect as well you need to prioritize which problem you would be picking it up uh, for that problem area i mean there can be multiple user personas you need to prioritize which persona you will be focusing upon for that selected persona there will be like multiple pain points again you need to prioritize which pain point you will be working on and finally for that pain point there can be multiple solutions right and therein again you need to prioritize uh, for uh, the solution which you need to build upon right uh, so that is also really important yeah Yeah, thank you for elaborating on that. I mean, uh, many people, like specifically people who are, you know, aspiring PMs, they tend to get uh, a bit confused regarding what's the delineation between a project manager and a product manager. And also, as an engineer, uh, people tend to ask me, is it a necessity to have a coding or a technical background for breaking into PM? And although, mm -hmm. like, I tell them, like, it is a plus, but it's not a necessity. Hmm. i would like to hear your take on this like what do you think hmm. on this i mean yeah definitely this is one of the hot favorite uh, questions of aspirants uh, who ask me about you know who want to get into product management do they need to code right so see my definite answer is that you don't need to code right you uh, nobody expects you to code <clears throat> right i mean uh, i have seen real examples of people who are working in multiple tech startups as cto and they don't know how to code right so i mean uh, uh, for a product manager definitely it is not required of you to code but what is required is that you understand technology you understand the business angle of technology business view of technology you understand how systems talk to each other you understand how front end speak to back end you understand how various systems you know speak to each other right that is super important right so i mean uh don't be so much fussy about learning a particular programming language uh but do make a point to learn about system design about apis right about uh, uh you know the technology terminologies right read about technology terminologies whether it is uh uh, uh you know a blockchain or uh, uh, machine learning or uh, uh, ai or ml or uh, you know uh, visual reality try to read about them that is 
super important and uh, system design is something which i would say every product manager should read about uh, and learn about uh, because once you know you are focusing especially in large companies if you are focusing on mil- mil- on break on a uh, uh, building products so see your products uh, would be having dependency on multiple other existing product lines right there is a concept of reusability right so you are not going to build everything from scratch for your product you would be reusing multiple uh, uh, services or product lines which are already existing right so how will your product speak to their product how will your uh, you know service microservice speak to their microservice that is very important for you to know about right and i'll just also like to uh, you know recommend a uh, a book uh, 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 which uh, deepak singh has recently written and it's a fantastic book uh, uh, it's about uh, you know understanding technology for uh, uh, product managers right uh, i'm not able to recall the exact name i think yeah yeah i got it it's a tech simplified for product managers by deepak singh and i think uh, this book is the single source for all your miseries if any newbie entrepreneur or product manager want to learn about technology um, this is the best source really appreciate you you know recommending this book so i like uh, i mean i'm pretty sure you know all the aspiring teams are definitely able to go and uh, download it or you know purchase the book so thank you for recommending this book and uh, yeah yeah so <laughs> Uh, also okay. like you know uh, many people they tend to transition into pm roles internally and mm-hmm. uh, you know rather than just applying uh, say at you know big companies so would you say that is an easier route and uh, mm-hmm. you know rather than just applying at uh, tech giants yeah yeah i think that is and, and i think that is something which everybody should do who is aspiring for a product manager uh so see if you are already working in a tech company let's say you are a dev front end dev back end dev or you are a qa or a business analyst or a data analyst or even if you are into marketing sales but if you have a product if you are in a product company you have a product team in place uh, i would say definitely you should try to uh, you know uh, work towards uh, getting an internal job transfer to product uh, department i think that is the most efficient and easy way for any newbie to get into product management right because otherwise especially you know let's say having spent 3 4 years into engineering if you want to get into product uh, then if you are going to apply elsewhere everybody you know firstly it will become a, uh, you know tough uh, thing for you to do and uh, you know even if uh, you, you succeed you no know, you know people would be giving you an apm or a entry level role right? it is always advisable that if uh, you are working in a, a tech company you actually uh, you know apply for it right and i think uh, <clears throat> apply to move uh, to the product team and i think uh, it's also very important of how do you handle it right i mean because if you you also have to show some inclination you have to volunteer right try to first understand who your product team members are right uh, uh, request them for a coffee chat or so one on one try to understand what work they do try to network with them try to network with the product leaders 
who actually hire for product managers. Uh, if you are working closely with a product manager, try to help them out, try to showcase your problem solving and product sense skills to them. Right. And maybe, you know, it's very important, uh, you know, maybe, you know, if you have a product portfolio, you can always, you know, write a mail to the head of the product for that particular vertical, telling them about your aspirations, about the work which you do. So that, you know, if even if there is no, no entry level or a no suitable role for you currently, but you're never sure, let's say two quarters or one, six months or three months down the line, if there is any other, uh, you know, opening in the particular team, they will definitely uh, look for you to fill in that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like I've heard like, you know, many people saying that they uh, transition into product after they have been, you know, in the software, uh, working in a software or a technical role or nowadays, most of the, like the most prevalent one, as far as my knowledge goes is going from a UX or a design background into, you know, product management. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, thank you for, you know, uh, saying that it's easier to yeah, transition uh, into product management. Yeah. That yeah, is using uh, uh, anybody can become a product manager and I've seen a lot of folks moving from you know multiple backgrounds uh, from QA from uh, dev pure dev background design is something which you already spoke about from analytics and also from non-science background as well I've seen a lot of folks from economics uh, you know become uh, psychology these kind of backgrounds also break into tech and a lot of uh, these folks also work in global giants like Google Right. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, the last question which I would like to uh, ask you is that what should an aspiring PM aim for being hmm. a small fish in a big sea or being a big fish in a small sea? Hmm. So see, uh, even, uh, this is something which, uh, all the question put forward to me during the last evening the talk which i was giving at institute of product leadership and so see i think uh, for you as an aspiring product manager the most important thing is to break into product management to get a job right whether it is a big company small company startup uh, i mean every every company will provide you with ample learning opportunities right so as of now don't don't uh, you know put so much pressure on yourself that you know, you have to have to get into a big organization or have to have to get into a small, uh, you know, uh, the next big unicorn, right? Try to get into product management. That has to be your goal. Now, see, again, you cannot compare uh, things in isolation. You cannot say that a PM role, right, in a startup would be better than an APM role in a global giant. Again, there are like multiple combination, combination and factors which affect this. It all, it also depends upon uh, the team in which you are going, right? Because product is not a standalone uh, thing, right? That there are, can be multiple product teams, right? Maybe, maybe let's say uh, if you are inclined towards a product company, but the team would not be that much of interest to you, right? So always try to also, you know, get to know more about uh, the particular opening, the particular role from the hiring manager, spend some time interacting with the, uh, the uh, current employees as well as the past employees of this organization. Try to understand what their vision is, right? Uh, what are their plans are, 
right try to understand uh, more about your team wherein you are going to work right how important is that team for the organization right what kind of exciting projects are there for the team is this team working on some kind of a maintenance kind of a role or more of a you know uh, uh, build you know working on building the next growth engine for the company right so i mean there are a lot of factors uh, but having said that uh, you know my all it's always my advice for any uh, product manager or an aspire sorry an aspiring pm who's uh, looking to break into pm uh, that you know it's your primarily goal should be to you know uh, get a job in product management right yeah so there you have it folks you heard it from the man himself that aim for get breaking into product management rather than pressuring yourself to break into a pm role in a bigger company so thank you sahil for chiming in i really really appreciate this and uh, i really uh, you know would like to thank you for elaborating on certain topics for you know rookie pms and aspiring pms and you know making time for, out of your busy schedule for this thank you thank you thanks omkar it was really fun and uh, pleasure interacting with you thank you so much stay tuned for part 2 guys wherein mr sahil will be talking about product development and product life cycle and a lot more